0: Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes and conversations with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high-ticket services and programs while having a life let's get into it. Have you ever been like disappointed when your like IG reel only gets like a thousand views or you stop trying to go live because you went live like once or twice and only had like one person watching or God forbid, like the zero. (laughs) If you felt or done any of that, like giving up because you feel like your Instagram content isn't getting the kind of views or attention that you feel like it deserves. And it's f- making you kind of feel like it's just hard to even show up on video. I understand because I feel like so much of our behavior on Instagram is stemming from what we originally started using Instagram for back in the day, which was supposed to be to show our friends how great our lives are and to share pictures with people and to stylize them and make them look beautiful. I feel like that's what we came into Instagram to do. But when you transition into a business owner, the priorities really have shifted. And I don't think that everyone's you know, thought process has shifted along with the intentions behind why we're using Instagram. So I wanted to have this conversation about what happened when I actually stopped trying to impress people on Instagram. I feel like I understand why it's becoming difficult or has been difficult for you to consistently show up on video on Instagram. It's because you're out. You're trying to be relatable or you're trying to go viral or hit that 10K follower mark so you can get the swipe up feature. Believe me, I want it (laughs) to. You're sitting around waiting for likes and views. You're primping so that you don't look bad on camera. So now it's like a whole thing before you even get on camera. Maybe if you're a person of color, especially a black person, your coat switching to sound more professional because you feel like you have to do that in order to be taken seriously as a business owner. Or maybe you're just only showing up on camera when you've really gotten your hair like freshly done or you have fresh makeup or something like that. Probably showing up live once or twice but feeling discouraged when you have that one person viewing. All those things are happening for you, and I get it, right? And don't get me wrong, I love a good filter. I like for my hair to look nice. I want to come off as relatable and all of those things. But when you focus on all of those things that I mentioned, the follower count, how many likes you've gotten, making sure you look good, making sure you sound professional, all of those things are making showing up on video for your content stressful. You now have a stressful association with getting on camera because that's all you've been thinking about. And I I want you to start thinking in a from a different perspective of I have to show up because this is how to market as a high ticket or premium service provider or coach and so I want to kind of reframe your thought process and it's something that I had to do for myself and I've been so much happier since I've done it and so I want to encourage you to kind of do the same for yourself so let's have a conversation today about this. I, first of all, want to talk about the stress and the pressure that we're putting on ourselves to even show up on Instagram, on the video, because everyone's telling you video, 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 Instagram has just released information about what their goals are for the rest of the year and going forward with the app. And they mentioned TikTok and they mentioned YouTube and how they want the the app to be entertaining and they want to focus on video. They don't want to just be known as, you know, a photo app anymore. So we already know it's now very evident that video is going to be the thing to focus on, right? But for you, you're dreading the freaking videos because you're like, oh my God, I have so many things that I have to worry about. Like, am I relatable enough? Am I ever going to get that opportunity? Like you see someone going viral every single week and you look at their video and you made way more effort and theirs are the ones going viral. So I feel like we're all comparing ourselves and seeking that validation, which is why we're primping and trying to impress people and trying to sound more professional. These are all of the things that we're kind of also kind of bringing over from corporate. So let's talk about what we're thinking about from corporate versus what the reality is as an online entrepreneur. So from corporate, first of all, we have to sound a certain way at work because they're judging you and you won't get a promotion or even go to an interview and get a job if you don't sound a certain way. For people of color, we have to worry about this a lot because we're already being judged by our names, we're being judged by, you know, our appearance, if we have natural hair, if we're wearing weave. I mean, there are so many things that we're already being judged on in addition to our complexion, like there are a lot of things that Black people are being judged on. But women in general, if you show up and, you know, your breasts are showing, now you're inappropriate, you know, if you are assertive at work, now you're being, you know, you're bossy or you're intimidating or you're angry. There are so many things that you have to worry about in a corporate environment. So I understand the trauma that we're all having around the fact that we have been told so many different things at work to be careful of. We're worried about sexual harassment. We're worried about literally all of these things, but you own your business now. So these aren't things that you have to worry about. You don't have to impress people at the office so that you get the promotion because you are the promotion. You get to decide, I want more money this week. I can make more money. You can change that. You don't have to show... We're online. They don't need you wearing a friggin' full three-piece suit to get on these videos. People now need a human being on the other end of the internet, giving them information that they haven't really heard of before. So this is the difference. And now you are an online entrepreneur versus who you were at corporate. So let's first start erasing that corporate mentality from our brain because we don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Okay? Okay. If you're only showing up on camera if you've gotten your hair freshly done or your makeup or any of those things that you feel like you need to do before showing up, I want you to remember that you're not showing up to see a bunch of eyeballs, you're showing up for the right eyeballs, right? Showing up live isn't about how many people actually came to the live, because quite frankly, most of the people are going to watch the replay anyway. No, it's about what you're saying in that video. Did people ever show up? And if they did show up, did you serve those few people that showed up or were you so disappointed that you rushed off the live? And did you not even put it on IGTV as a replay because you were embarrassed by the number of people that showed up live? Why are we doing that to ourselves? I know a lot of the times you're making sure you're relatable and you're making sure you sound good and look good before you're showing up. And you're thinking, man, I've been posting so regularly and I still haven't hit that 10K mark. Let me just post a bunch of content because the more content I put out there, if I put a bunch of reels out there, I'm going to hit that 10K mark. All of these things that you're focused on, the perfect backdrop, and if a million people are showing up on your lives and this is what you're really thinking about is determining whether or not you're successful. But I want to reframe that because... So let's say you did have 100 people showing up to your live. Do you want to accept 100 people into your coaching one-on-one program? Or is that not realistic? Because a lot of times we're having all these unrealistic expectations of who's showing up and and what's going to happen if they don't show up. But the people who are showing up, if they're the exact ideal clients and all you need per month are three clients and three people show up to your live, are you going to be pissed or are you going to be happy? Because those three people could literally be the clients that you need for the entire month. Because that's the thing that I want you guys to start thinking about is that the people who are actually showing up are people, are actual people on the other end of that, and they are potential buyers. And so when you show up in half-ass it because you're disappointed by the amount of attention that you're getting, it defeats the purpose because now you've ruined that opportunity for those three souls who actually showed up for you. You have to think about it, too. Consistency. I know everyone's telling you that consistency is important, but the reason that consistency is important is not because if you keep showing up, then people will finally come. It's just the fact that people now have an expectation that you're going to be there. They now see that you're reliable. They now start to feel like they can trust you. They don't want to meet these fly-by-night overnight celebrity Instagram, you know, entrepreneurs who are suddenly like having $50,000 months. No, they want to see your journey. They want to get to know you. They need to see you over time. They need to see that every week you're going to keep showing up so that if they have questions, if they want to work with you, then they know that business is going to be in existence the next week, the next month, the next year. Think about it. so the example that I gave before is If you aren't telling people, like a lot of times you're just showing up on live and then hoping people show up, but have you posted a story saying, I'm about to go live later on today? Here's the topic. If you have questions, drop your questions. Are you doing that today? The day before, are you sending an email to your existing email list saying, Hey, I'm going live. If you want to join me, here's a link. Are you doing your due diligence to make sure that people can find you? Or are you just showing up? Because a lot of times you're just showing up, right? Right. But what if when movies were coming out in a movie theater, they just hoped y'all showed up? They didn't show any previews or coming attractions in in, in the old movies. They didn't show the upcoming preview about this is coming in summer 2022. Like if they didn't get you hype, if they didn't put out all those videos on YouTube to tell you and show you the preview of what's coming up, how would we know that we even wanted to see the movie? How do people know that they want to see what you're going to talk about if you're not talking about it enough? And if you only go live once and you're expecting such great results, like 40, 50 people showing up on your live, again, you're having unrealistic expectations, which is putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. So let me talk about my story about not showing up and trying to impress people. Then I'll kind of dive into what I want you to do instead. So first of all, when I started doing video in 2020, at the beginning of 2020, it was a goal of mine. Like I started off kind of showing up looking really shitty. I would be like kind of wearing sloppy clothes. And then I would look back at the videos and I would kind of feel bad about myself, right? So I started making sure that I'm primping and showing up and being cute. And the thing about that is that I still felt bad because if I would do the live and only like three people saw me, I was like, I got dressed up for nothing. Like no one cares about what I had to say. But when I actually started looking back at the numbers, I would look back from the three people that showed up live and the replay would have 200, 300, sometimes 400 plus views. And I was thinking, man, if I had actually kept serving, because a lot of times I would be on that live getting really disappointed and just kind of half-assing that that video, right? And then that replay would get 200, 300, 400 views. Now 400 people saw me kind of half-assing it and that's their impression of me. And that's what you have to think about. Like, are you going to continue to show up with the expectation of showing out and making people see, or are you showing up because the right people will eventually come to you? That's what you have to think about. I used to, so some of the things that I was thinking about, it just makes you feel kind of bad. Like it makes you feel stupid kind of talking to yourself, looking at your, so you're first of all already looking at yourself when you're doing an Instagram live or something like that. You're looking at yourself talk. You are so worried, especially depending on your industry, you're worried about sounding professional or coming off as intelligent. You're trying to show out for people, And a lot of times that is distracting you from the message. And I started realizing like, man, I'm so worried about all this stuff that I don't even remember if I got my point across. Did I do my call to action at the end? Like those are the things that I need to start worrying about. So I kind of switched my process. I'm not saying I don't care about like the background of my video, but that's one time fix. I have so many solutions to making yourself feel better when you're showing up on video. I have a little backdrop thing that I can cover the backdrop of my video. You can buy stuff like that for 20, 30, 50 bucks max on Amazon and you're good to go. If you can't paint a wall, you don't have a real wall, it's okay. All you need is to have that video framed with something in the background that makes you feel good. Go to a wall and that's all you need behind you. You know, I started thinking, well, what actually makes me feel pretty? I don't need a full face of makeup because I really don't wear makeup, but lipstick is my thing. I don't show up on video without my lipstick. I don't care if it's in the middle of the night and I'm about to show up on video, I'll drop some lipstick. So I have lipstick in my desk drawer so that it's easily accessible and it's not going to take me a long time and I could just pop on video. I don't necessarily Care about my clothes, but when I do wear clothes for the day, I make sure that they're my brand colors most of the time. The reason I'm doing that is I'm thinking about what actually matters to me in the video. It's not that the video needs to be perfect, it's that I want consistency, and consistently, I want my brand colors to be in the video. So I make that effort every day. Now I'm intentional about when I buy clothes because I only buy clothes in my brand colors. So it doesn't actually matter what I'm pulling out of my drawer, it's going to be in my brand color. So start thinking about what's going to make you feel good. Not the things that are going to take you a whole bunch of extra time. Think about the things that you can easily fix and remedy so that you feel good enough to show up. Because that's what I started thinking about is how can I show up? What would give me the most, what's going to most likely make me want to or be able to show up? And you have to remember, we're not here to impress people because this is a business account. Like Your Instagram is your business account, right? We're coming here to actually serve people who are our ideal clients. We're not here to put on a performance for them. And whether you're talking to one person or 200 people or watching your Instagram live, it doesn't really matter because every single follower, every single person showing up is an actual living, breathing human being and a possible client. So if you only need five clients in a month, I'm going to give you this again. If you only need five clients in a month, then you only need five people to have shown up on any at any given time on any of your lives, watching your IGTV, watching your stories at any given time, just for them to be attracted and interested enough in your content and in your program or your service offer, whatever it is that you have for them to become your clients. You only need 60 new followers every single year. If you only need five clients a month, right? In 12 months, that's only 60 people. You're worried about having 10,000 followers. How, why not focus on getting 60 ideal client followers, right? Because when you think about it like that, it becomes more attainable. It becomes more realistic. You stop focusing on the ridiculous metrics and you actually start focusing on like, man, I really don't have to work that hard. And when your attitude becomes, I don't really have to work that hard, it stops becoming, this is so difficult and so frustrating, I can't do it. It becomes, man, I really don't need that many. So if you now gain 20 followers in a month, well, you feel good because you're like, damn, I'm halfway there. I'm, through. I'm a third of the way there. Instead of, oh my God, I only got 20 followers. I thought I would get 200. Oh, now I'm still not at 10,000. We don't have to worry about that anymore. This episode of the Revolutionary CEO podcast is brought to you by my group coaching program, Revolutionary Brand. It's a transformational coaching program for service-based entrepreneurs and coaches who are ready to build and leverage brand visibility using video content to attract and enroll premium clients and sell your high ticket programs and services for $1,500 or more in the next 90 days without complicated marketing funnels or being great at sales. I created this program specifically because I know that you've probably been offering discounts to try to entice more clients to close, you're creating freebies and posting content so frequently, even though you don't have the time, you've been rebranding to try to make your business look better, you've been customizing your offers and lowering your prices, and you're over all of that. This program was crafted to help you to repackage and relaunch your offers to only focus on one ideal client profile and one problem you can solve so you can confidently articulate your value and close sales needed to hit your monthly income goals. It's going to help you map out and plan all of your strategic video content. You'll need to lead your ideal clients from Googling their pain points to paying full price for your service, and you'll learn how to implement processes to strategically automate parts of your business and prepare it for scale and prerequisites to qualify leads that get you 90% of the way to the saleable before your sales conversation even has to happen. So make sure you go to revolutionarybrand.co to submit your application and book your compatibility call. And so now I want you to think about consistency. This the example that I always give for just myself is if I show up to the gym every day for a week straight, I, in my mind, better lose like five to 10 pounds. But we all know that that's not realistic. There are so many other lifestyle changes and consistencies that have to be there in order for my body to adjust properly and then showcase the weight that I'm probably going to lose. So I don't continue to show up to the gym because I'm discouraged from that one week Then I'm never giving my body a chance to adjust and become what it can be if I had just kept going to the gym. You have to think about your social media following and your growth and your brand as like weight loss. A healthy lifestyle is what you're trying to build, not quick weight loss. I don't want to lose 100 pounds in three days for a wedding. I want to have a healthier lifestyle so that that weight stays off, comes off and stays off. I want to feel better. I want to have more energy. I want to look better in my clothes. I want to feel better about myself. I want to see a number on the scale that I feel safe with. I want to feel toned. I want all of those things. That requires commitment and stability and continuation of you showing up, right? That's what it means to be a brand and grow your brand online. These entrepreneurs that you're so fascinated by on the internet didn't just pop up famous. They didn't just pop up with 15,000 followers. They didn't just pop up having a $100,000 month. It took work and you're forgetting the work that it takes, especially with something like social media. You're not trying to be an influencer as well. You have to remember that the purpose of your Instagram account is no longer to showcase your family photos. I'm not saying you can't show that, but that's not the goal. It's not the goal to have your family members like it, talk about how cute your baby is. It's about growing your business and seeing and attracting the right people who will actually want to work with you. And you're not trying to be an influencer. You're not getting paid by brands to sell their shit. You're getting paid to sell your own shit. So stop tying your worth on Instagram to how many followers you have and stop comparing your followers to everyone else's because some folks are doing things just with the end goal of getting followers. And it's ridiculous. That should not be your business practice. They are looking for those vanity numbers because that stuff matters. If I was an influencer or selling a product, I need the numbers, right? If I'm only selling low ticket, I need the numbers to be on my side because the volume is what's required to sell a bunch of stuff at a low price and still make a lot of money. But for me, I'm selling something that's $4,000. If I just get three clients, that's 12 grand that I could get in a month. That's excellent, right? You're thinking, man, I would love $12,000 a month. So then why are we focusing on silly things when we actually need to make sure that the content we are spending our time putting out there is actually going to affect enough people that they actually convert at the higher price point. A lot of people crave those vanity numbers and they actually need those vanity numbers in order for them to feel like they're worth something. And if if you stop thinking about you know, the numbers and the followers and the likes and start really thinking about the impact that you're making. And that's when your worth is really tied to value versus self-worth and self-value. It's tied to value and impact. The value of your contribution and the value of your offer, not your own personal self-worth, which is not, and it should not be included in your business practices, by the way. Your personal self-worth is something that's tied to you personally. And if you need help with that, that's like a therapy thing, Right. But for business, your worth is all relying on the success that you have as far as helping people get results, helping people see transformations, helping make an impact on people. That's the validation that you need to be seeking is my business offer is actually making an impact on the people that I promised I would impact. So, you know, my personal story. So I was told by my coach last year to start showing up on video. She had all these things. She had this thing about showing up on stories to like sell your services that kind of ease me into like getting used to and getting comfortable with video, right? But in the beginning, I was all, I just always really, like I said, I felt shitty when I looked homeless. Uh, this is like the beginning of coronavirus too. So I was just getting used to just being at home and I think really happy about not having to dress up all the time. So naturally I was just starting to be used to of that stuff so i would be wearing basically like my pajamas but i still showed up because i know what people actually started that's when people started buying things for me when i was showing up on video it really wasn't about how i was looking because i was looking really shitty in my early videos but i was actually having the best business you know between march and, and june my business really started picking up. My highest income month, my first five-figure month happened in June of 2020, and I was still showing up, basically looking like a little bit homeless. I would wear blazers sometimes because I would naturally love blazers, but my hair would be disheveled. I'd have a scarf or a head wrap one day. It just, I looked bad a lot. But people were buying my stuff. I was still getting invited to speaking engagements. I started getting asked to be guest speakers and coaching programs and at summits. My follower grew to like 6,000 between, so between March and June, I had like, I grew like 3000 followers and it wasn't because I was looking pretty or anything. It's it, I was being myself. Right. No one ever said to me like, Oh, your hair is so gorgeous. I would love for you to guest coach for me. Or you're so pretty. My, I want my people to see you. People were like, no, what you're talking about is dope. <laughs> no one was doing any of that. Like people were just coming to me because my content, uh, because of my content, like Because of what I was saying was impacting them and it was different, right? I was still getting clients really consistently and I knew, I started realizing that it really didn't have anything to do with how I was looking, how many people were showing up. To this day, I want you to know that you see I have great success in my business in a very short period of time. But honestly, when I do my live, I'm lucky if I get 10 people, I am excited when I get 10 people on a live. I've seen accounts where they like have a hundred eyeballs. I'm like blown away by that, but I have never had that. And I don't know if I ever will. I don't care though. I still don't have 10,000. I'm still at like 6,000 something. And I've had 6,000 something for quite some time now. I might've been exaggerated. It might not have been by September, but certainly by December, I had like 6,000 followers. And here it is June of 2021 or July now. And I still only have 6,000 something followers. But what I will tell you is that when I see a new follower, it's almost always an ideal client that I would love to work with. Like they're in the industries that I work with. They, they comment on stuff. I start seeing new eyeballs pop up on their lives and stuff. So I do know that what I'm saying is working. And I can see like a lot of followers drop off. I think it's people who are no longer aligned with my message, which is great. I actually celebrate losing followers. Think about it like this, too. it's not necess- I, I, I You don't have to have 10,000 followers to get invites to like these speaking engagements. People aren't going to be saying your content is great because you got 15,000 views on your reels. No one is coming to you for those reasons. They're really just coming to you because your content resonates with them and they can't see your content. They can't see your content resonating if they don't actually see your content. So you actually have to be showing up on video anyway because you need people to see you. I hope that... This is inspiring you to really start thinking a lot differently about how you're managing your Instagram presence because it is no longer about looks and pretty pictures and filters. It's about being real, being raw making an impact, talking about things that no one's talking about, showing up. I will show up and tell people when I'm having the worst launch of my life, I'll show up when I'm having the highest income month of my life. I share both the highs and the lows and you know what, I'm better for it because I'm not feeling like I'm hiding or trying to impress people. A lot of what we started out in seeking on Instagram was validation and, and to impress people. Like, Look at how great my life is, right? Look at my vacation. Look at how cute my kid is. Look at my home. Look at all this money. Look at me showing up at work. Look at me going shopping. Look at the fancy food that I'm eating. I'm having cocktail hour at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday while you're working. Like that was what Instagram started off being about. But now it's really just about reshaping your association with video and your process and making sure that you're now showing up with intentions. I created From Binge to Profit specifically to help. Like I know so many introverts. A lot of times you're not showing up because you're an introvert, right? And then on top of being an introvert, now you have to impress people. So now it's even more draining than it already is just realizing you have to show up on video. So I created From Binge to Profit because I wanted people to see like, no. I don't actually have to show up to look good, but I do need to learn how to show up and tell a story because the story is what actually gets people, holds people's attention and makes them interested in what you're saying, right? I tell a lot of really good stories. I have a beginning, middle and end that I'm thinking about. I have a a reason why I'm showing up. I'm giving people context. I'm giving them the storyline. I have something really attention seeking in the very beginning because I want you to listen to me. And then it holds your attention throughout that entire video. There's a reason for that. And I actually have a very good strategy that I follow follow behind that. And it's because I know that in order for people to actually start watching your longer videos, you have to start off with bingeable, shorter videos so that people see that you're worth listening to. Now, the more they see that you're worth listening to, the longer they're going to be willing to stay on for a video. That's when lives become really popular. So I like to encourage people to start easing into video content, doing the shorter things that you can do, because people will digest it and be more willing to listen to you. A quick little tip for you, an ideal video length for Instagram is like three minutes max. So I teach people to create short, bingeable video content pieces, because if you can do that and hold their attention long enough, people will actually start to show up and be like, dang, this is someone who's worth listening to. And now I want to come back for more. And from Bench to Profit, I teach you a digestible actionable course for service based experts, strategists, and coaches who want to actually use IGTV on Instagram to better position themselves as industry experts so that you can book those speaking opportunities. You can get those paid guest coaching spots and you can have your ideal clients sliding into your DMs because I feel like what's been missing is you just don't know how to show up on video. And then when you do show up, you feel like you're not getting any traction, like you're not gaining any there's no growth happening. And so when you see that lack of growth, you start to associate that with maybe my prices are too high. Maybe I'm not interesting enough. Maybe, you know, maybe I need to lower my prices. Maybe I need to stop offering this thing. And a lot of times it's not about that. It's because you're just not showing up in a way where people actually want to hear you yet. So I have a special framework that I created called the binge framework. And what I teach in that framework is how to create, again, that short bingeable content that really takes people from that confusion, that stage of confusion where they're frustrated to the stage of wanting to convert and actually work with you. I really know that it takes a lot for you to be positioned as an industry expert. But again, the only way to be seen as an expert is someone that is actually seen. So what I teach you is how to, first of all, position yourself to be a brand authority. I want you to learn how to position yourself as an expert and as the go-to person for coaching or the services that you provide. And I want you to actually learn to have brand intimacy where people actually deeply feel connected to not just your offer, but you as a brand. Because at the end of the day, as a solo entrepreneur, you want people to actually want to work with you. And it's not going to be because you're impressing them on Instagram. It's going to be because they actually connected with your brand. And they, again, they can't do that if you're not showing up on video. They're not trying to date you. They're trying to learn from you. And they want to know that you're someone worth listening to. And then I teach you how to create the video content that actually converts. And I think you need to understand that a lot of what has to do with video content converting is you actually taking people through a buyer's journey the right way. Again, it's not that you showed up looking cute. It's that you showed up and you actually understood that they have a little journey that they need to follow before they can make an educated decision, especially when you're selling something at a higher price point. And then the last thing is I teach you how to make it bingeable, that people actually want to come back for more. I need people to realize that content needs to be something that primes them to invest with you, not to educate and to constantly give them tips, hoping that they see those tips as like, oh my God, this is my go-to person for tips. You don't want to be the go-to person for tips. You want to be the go-to person for actual services or coaching. And none of that relies on your hair looking good. None of that relies on you having beautiful hair and none of it relies on you using, you know, big terminology that you would have used at work. I actually had this conversation. I'm going to wrap this up, but I actually had this conversation with a client the other day. And she said that she noticed that, you know, her there's a coach that she admires and that person is in her same industry. And that person uses all the big work jargon that she used to use. But she stopped doing on her social account because she thought that her ideal client wouldn't really understand that stuff and see value. But because this person that she admires is showing up using all these big words, you know, from like school, that that person seemed like they were more successful than her. And I said her success isn't because she's smart and that she sounds cool. Her success is probably that she's been around for a long time. Maybe she's good at sales. Maybe she's good at marketing. But it isn't because she uses the big terms because that's actually a deterrent for me. If you use words I don't even understand, you might think that you're sounding smart, but I just think that you're making it more confusing than it needs to be. And I can't work with someone that I don't understand. I need you to be smarter than me, but I also need you to make me understand the importance of something and a lot of times we don't see the importance of something because we just don't understand what the hell the person's saying. And so, sounding smart, I'm doing air quotes if you can imagine, like sounding smart isn't the goal of your content either. The goal of the content is to help people think differently so that they make different choices and take different actions. And hopefully that action is investing with you so that you can help them take the different actions. But the goal isn't just to sound like you're the hot, you know, I'm super smart. I know all the things. It's like, no, it's not to, oh, I look how how pretty I look. Now everyone's looking at me. No, uh, let's focus on what actually matters. Talking to the right people and having them to make change, helping to inspire them to make change. I hope this helps change your mindset around video and why you don't need to impress people. Because I can tell you right now, that month that I was still looking homeless on videos, I had a $16,000 month. It's the reason I quit my job. I continued showing up on video like a normal person. I had some funny videos, I had very serious videos, but all my content was very focused on this buyer's journey. And in September 2020, I had a $24,000 month. I just had a $22,000 month in February of 2021. This is all from the same type of content. I haven't been showing up looking perfect. You'll see a lot of head wraps and a lot of pajamas. You'll see some you know, sports bras and workout clothes. My background sometimes looks a little bit crazy. It's pretty right now. So I just moved into my house and got settled in. None of that ever mattered. I have at least two to three speaking engagements every single month, and I get new invitations every single month for more. It has nothing to do with how I look. I look like a normal person. I am never wearing makeup except lipstick. None of those things matter. It's because I know what the hell I'm talking about and I'm focused on making sure that I help other people know what the hell they're doing. (laughs) And I want you to do that too. Talk to you next time. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Leticia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. And be sure to follow the podcast Instagram account at Revolutionary CEO to show my guests and me some love. Talk to you next week.